Christian students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. And on that note, we cue the music. Biff, 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 all right. Radio, it's your host, Ben, a.k.a. Biff. And that, my friends, is the song of the summer. Calling it right now. That is the band Resignation. The song is Effie is Fine, Allie's Got a Knife. And that is, on the lead vocals, friend of the podcast, friend of you and me, Mr. Wes Allen, his amazing band. Uh, If you have not gone ahead and uh, streamed their music and when they have it for sale, buy their music. You are a silly, silly goose. Uh, just want to say, love you, Wes. Love you all the time. We are sending all of our love and affection to Wes uh, because he is the fucking best, and uh, he deserves the fucking best. Uh, welcome back to Biff Radio. It's your host, Ben, a.k.a. Biff, coming to you live from the Center Club Recording Studio and Gaming Hub. And today is a fantastic day. Because we have an amazing guest, someone who a long-awaited return, someone who is, again, a friend of you and me, friend of this podcast, friend of this channel, uh, a man who is a taking on the ultimate challenge. He is a, a, a Fajr. Actually just celebrated his first Fajr day uh, this past year. We'll talk about that. He is uh, one of the founding, the pillars, one of the pillars of this network, who is soon to be taking on the Herculean task once again of watching the G1 with its 18,000 blocks. They're just inventing people. They're just finding people in Japan like, hey, can you do stuff? You're in the fucking G1. Uh, his name is Daniel Salors. Now, Daniel, how are you, sir? I'm great, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's good to have you, sir. So, yeah, you. Uh, how was your first Father's Day? The uh, first Father's Day was a uh, fine. I, uh, I it was just uh, me and Lucy all day. We got we got a daddy daughter day, so it was a it was just a lovely quiet day of contemplation, sitting around watching movies and drinking milk and falling asleep. And that's what you did. What'd she do? <laughs> uh, taxes. Yeah. Uh, pay, yep. Paid paid bills mostly. Babies love. Babies love taxes. It's a little known fact. They they love taxes. Yes, Dude. the the repetitive the repetitiveness is what they like. 
They do. I mean, monotony is the the uh, the true hallmark of the child. So, uh, yeah. So we are a couple of days away. I guess when you when this comes out, we'll be two days away from the Forbidden Door, the oh, pay per view yeah. of uh, that is. I don't want to say it's cursed, but <laughs> things have not gone to plan. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know, CM Punk being injured, Brian Danielson being injured. Um, you know, it, it's still looking like a great card. The pop that Okada got was phenomenal. Mm. Just like the, you hear the little coins, you're like, oh, fuck. I, <laughs> I, I had to, I had to ask Laura back uh, while, while it was, while it was on uh, last night. Because I thought I did, but I wasn't sure. And I, I go, did I audibly gasp when Okada came out? She goes, oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, it was, I figured. Like, you, you had to figure. Like, there, I mean, everyone else is there. But just, I don't know, man. Like, I think that, that that's so huge. And the, the crowd, like, there was the, they zoomed in on that one lady um, who was all of us. And <laughs> it was, it was just really, really cool. So, I guess... You know, to talk a little bit about like Forbidden Door, like what are your thoughts on the pay review? Like what matches are you excited? Like, are you, do you think that it is going to be as good a show as we want it to be? Or like, I guess what's your thoughts on the whole thing? Okay. I will get into that. But before I get into that, we got a sidetrack for, for a second. Okay. Um, I, gotta, I haven't talked to Wes about resignation yet. But I had a lot of feelings about it, and since I'm here now, I'll just say it. Since Let's you, do it. Since you played it, man, I you can you can just really hear a lot of everything that Wes loves, just all slammed all slammed together, um, in in such in such a great way where where it's like I can I, immediately within you know thirty seconds, like oh man, I hear hot water music. I hear Texas is the reason. I hear the Get Up Kids, uh, just Sam. I am like every like just all these things that I know that Wes loves, and I like I could hear all the influences, and I was like, mm, yeah, this is this is great. I I felt I felt really good because I felt like I felt like uh, when you th- that feeling that you get where you're like I'm working on a project and I'm really stoked about it. And I really feel good about what I've created. And I, I felt very happy for Wes in that moment after, you know, after listening to the, uh, to the two um, demos uh, that are, that are out so far uh, excited to see the rest of the album, man. Uh, good, good, good job, Wes. You, you got a, a competent group of people together and just, you know, playing some old fashioned rock and roll fucking great. No, I, I I totally agree. And it's one of those things where uh, you know obviously spoiler alert, it's this is going to come up next week with uh when Andy is on for you know Songs of June. But I would I would love that music if it was even if it wasn't West. Like obviously, you know, he's our brother, I love him to death and you know, I would support him no matter what. But it's awesome that it's also I really enjoy it cuz like, yeah, like I I love you know, my friends and family, like when they do amazing things and I'll always support them because they support me, but it's just so good. And I've never really heard Wes sing. So I had, I had no 
real gauge on like what his voice would sound like. Cause he's, this is the first project since I've known him that he's been a part of band. He's been a part of. And he, uh, I, I know that he at, at some point somewhere posted a link to, you know, a band that he was in like 20 years ago. Uh, you you gotta you gotta ask him for that, or we we gotta we gotta make him hand us over that thing again. Because I was I was listening to it, and the 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 description was really funny. Because I I think he did it like within the within the last year, got all that stuff put up, and the blurb was something to the effect of. Basically, we we're doing what every band our age was doing at that time, and trying to sound exactly like Texas is the reason. So here's a bunch of songs. Nice. <laughs> I just, I, it's just so, so good. And like the way he talks about it on, on his podcast, uh, why do we ever meet was also interpreting you. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I love it. I love that he has so much passion. Like, like when he was talking about it, um, cause so to, to get to pull you behind the curtain, uh, there's a project that hopefully him and I you know, down the line will, will be able to do. And we had thought about trying to do, you know, launch it at the beginning of this year. And he's like, man, you know, I'm, I'm excited about the project with you and me, but I got this other thing cooking. And just like the way he's talking about it, it's like, go, go do that, man. Go do that thing. If that's, that mm. is your bliss right now, like I, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. And I'm so happy he did. And he needs positivity right now. Um, so I'm just, I'm so stoked. And so it is, it is awesome. It is really awesome to see, you know, people, th- you know, thriving and, uh, I can't wait for him to play a show here in Cleveland. I will be his uh, street team. I will be on the street. You know, if I had to put on a sandwich board and like bring people in, I, I fucking will. I will post it. I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather see the, uh, the spinning sign. I could do that with, I, with the acrobatics. Oh, well, I mean, if <laughs> I am nothing, be if acrobatic as if, as people can tell, if they've ever seen me move, they're thinking pure athlete. Yeah. I'm, as, I'm thinking uh, one handed cartwheels. Uh, yep. You know, th- things of that nature, spinning it around behind your back, you know, just all over the place. It's a very, it's a, very coordinated stuff. That's that's really going to draw people in off, off the street. I mean, I think I'll just twerk, and you know, that'll <laughs> that'll, that'll bring people in. I like that. <laughs> twerk, 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 twerk. Um. So speaking of twerking, AEW. I, I have no idea that where that transition went. Um. <laughs> Because I assume that there's, I mean, Sunny Kiss twerks, boom. That's why we got there. Book Sunny Kiss, put Sunny Kiss on TV, God damn it. That's what I'm going to say about that. Yeah. She is too damn good. She is too damn good to be relegated to just dark and dark elevation. You know, I was, I was just talking about Sunny Kiss the other day uh, because um, she, she's been to a couple of the GTW shows down here because she's, uh, uh, friendly with Mike Orlando and uh, a, a bunch, a bunch of people that have wrestled in GTW have, uh, have uh, done little bits for AEW dark and stuff. So it's really cool. And Sonny came down, Sonny came down to a couple of the shows to hang out and watch. So not so nice, such, such a, such a lovely, nice person. And it's like, man, that's, that's great. <laughs> Cause also it's like, you're not expecting, you're like, Oh, Sunny kisses in the crowd, Brad. That's uh, it's always awesome when like you hear people that are that are, are just awesome, and that that just makes me very very happy. Uh, I will say like one of my favorite things about uh, last night 
with uh, Okada coming in was Bryce Rumberg's Re- Bryce Rengsberg's tweet of like, Okada saw me on the you know, other side of the locker room and yelled out Chikara and like, they started talking about days of past and like that sh- or like Scrump talking about uh, him falling asleep in his car whilst listening to the soundtrack to Coco. Yes. <laughs> like that is the most wholesome, amazing thing. And like, I, I already love Kazuchiro Okada, but that just makes me so happy that he's just like, you know, just falling asleep. Remember me. And it's just, I love it. I and love it just, so much. Yeah. All, all the, uh, all the little stories that I've heard about Okada are, are fun. Cause it's like, at, at first you'd be, you'd be like, a guy bought a Ferrari. I don't know about this, but then when you hear like all the other little things, like uh, all w- would always put on the young bucks gear, like so often that they had to start like hiding their gear. Cause he would just take their gear and put it on for, for no reason. And um, my, my favorite thing is I love fishing, but I'm too scared to touch the fish. So I use tongs to handle the fish and it's just, he's, He's just such a big dork. I love it so much. I, 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 it's so it's after he came out, I showed uh, my wife a picture of him because I wanted to, because I think you know, it's pretty universally accepted. He's a pretty handsome feller. And she's like, eh, you know, she's like, not ugly, not handsome. I literally had a dream last night that she left me for Okada. And I woke <laughs> up and I'm like, would I really be that mad? <laughs> like does like okay let's say like he, she leaves me for okada in like you know like whatever we negotiate does that mean I, I get like to you know like free tickets i feel like that would be amicable like okay you sold my wife i get i get ringside tickets whenever you wrestle well dream bonesaw is gonna have an issue with that because dream okada is his man <laughs> from the <laughs> from the one time that i had a random dream about boats on okada <laughs> just that's i just kid, just kissing each other. <laughs> I was like, okay, awesome, man. The good, fan fiction will be up haul. soon. <laughs> that that oh yeah, that's right. That's what that's what I said. I remember specifically thinking like, I don't know how it's gonna work, but somehow you two are gonna just have tall, beautiful babies. He's a very like it is. I you forget how tall he is sometimes. Oh, he's I do, and then like he's in the ring with like Cole. And like, it's a tall yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, a big boy. He's a he's a big very boy. big boy. So, I am, I'm looking forward to the match. So it's like you know to, to talk about some of the matches. So it's a four way between uh, Okada, Jay White, uh, Adam Cole, Bebe, and Adam Page for the IWGP Heavyweight Title. Th- they don't take the title off Jay White this early, do they? Good, good question. Logic says no, but what knee knee jerk reaction says no. However, it's not really a crazy thing for a promotion to be like, we're going to stick the title on this person to cater to, you know, whatever, whatever crowd, I guess you can say, Um, you know, maybe, Maybe some people aren't so familiar with Okada, but maybe they're more familiar with Jay White. Or, you know, maybe, you know, just having a guy who natively speaks English is more accessible for, you, you know, the fact that they're having this this sh- big show in America and he's going to defend this thing. Um, you know, oh, uh, Jay, Jay White definitely uh, is deserving of having the title on him. Okada had 
uh, you know, Okada had a, an average sized rain. Uh, Bo- Bonesaw and I went back and kind of looked through all the rains and, you know, it's, it's not crazy that it came off of him. It just sometimes, you know, like 120 days or 90 days or, you know, however, 140 days, I don't know exactly how long the last title reign was, but that can go by really fast. And so like, you know, it's it, holding, holding onto the belt, you know, you say 160 days or whatever, but that's, you know, five, four, five months, something like that. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not doing the math in real time. I'm not going to do it. I refuse. I refuse to do it. Don't you, don't you do it. There's no math on this podcast, but the, the belt coming off of Okada wasn't necessarily a totally weird thing, especially given the circumstances, which was, you know, it's, it, it was bullet club anniversary time. And, you know, that whole affair was very bullet club heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's put, putting the, t- taking the belt off of Jay white. It can either go to Adam page, Adam Cole or Okada. And it's, uh, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of Bullet Club people there, so maybe it stays on Jay White, but it'll be Jay White or Okada. I, I'm I'm ruling out Adam Adam Page and Adam Cole. Yeah, but I think man, that would be really rad if it did go on to one of those guys. It would be it would, it would be crazy. I think that the pop if Okada, you know, walks into the United Center and wins, would be pretty insane. But I think I don't know. I, I like that that match. I just think it's it's too soon, and especially like the whole catalyst thing that Jay White has been doing. I think right. that it's like that's the thing. Like there, uh, some people that are saying that the, the card is very predictable on what it, you know the outcomes are going to be, and like yeah, but that's not always a bad thing. Like I look at like the the um, interim AEW championship. Would it be a huge pop if Tanahashi won it? Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to put it on Moxley. He's going to be there because I think Punk's going to be gone for longer than we think. And oh he's- god, I would love it. I would love it if Tanahashi won won the cha- the interim championship. I, I think that would I think that would be fucking great. You know, but then but then you know that depends on how much time Tanahashi wants to spend in America. I mean, you know, he can he can commute or whatever, but like, man, that's a lot of commuting to, you know, do whatever it would, it would be safe and easier to put it on Moxley for sure. Yeah. Um, well, uh, and as, that's the thing. I think, the, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, like when does the G one kick off? The G one starts uh, in July. I believe it's, it's either the 13th or the 17th. It is the 16th. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, a couple of weeks away. Yeah. It's coming up. So I, th- I mean, yeah, like, and there's only, I, I know Lance Archer is in, I'm just trying to think like if Moxley was somehow in the G one, I think I could see Tanahashi winning. I just think that like, I think you, you put it on Moxley, you there, you immediately, or I mean the Blackpool you know, combat club has already, you know, got hype. I think, I think it's either going to be Claudio or, Timothy Thatcher, who is the replacement for uh, Brian Danielson. Cause I think both those so, guys would work. 
so th- those are those are those are a couple of choices. Uh, I, Timothy Thatcher, I is the first uh, pitch. I I love that. Um, he's he's wrestling uh, in Noah right now, so I don't know about it being Timothy Thatcher. But you know, you bastard. Th- it's it's not like Noah and New Japan aren't friendly. So I mean, like that would that would be fucking. That would be rad because it'd be a really fucking great match. You mean it, um, it would be like a forbidden door at forbidden door. Yeah, within within a forbidden door. <laughs> forbidden doorception. Um then I also my 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 mind, although you know, I, I don't really I don't really consider he's not the first person that I think of when I think of technical wrestler. But my my first mind was like, oh my god, it's gonna be Gargano, which you, you know I don't, I don't I don't know. I would I mean that match would be great. First of all, any program with Zack Saber Junior is is gonna be great. Full stop. Agreed. Um, as as for you know people of like if they're gonna pull a mysterious person from you know whatever like that's fine, but someone posited maybe the octopus jonathan gresham and i'd be perfectly fine with that guy from ring of honor uh, yeah like is like uh, is he injured though I no because like because like, cause like so. i know he dropped the he, he was the progress champion and he dropped it i think maybe it's because he, he couldn't make the commitments to be over there but then he wrestled at super strong style 16 so, I mean, you know, that would be a great shout. Like that would definitely, like, you would definitely fit into the, the Blackpool combat club. And then, you know, could we also could uh, get some, a little bit of divert. I mean, I know Wheeler's there, but it, it, I, that's, ooh, I didn't even thought about that. Cause he, you do have all the ring of honor guys that are just kind of sitting around. Oh man. Oh, or, like, is, or, or Josh Zachy Woods. Tecker, as Zachy Tecker calls it the Blackpool country club. Like Josh Woods would be a good shout. Oh man, I didn't even think of. Ooh, see, I like that. Like I think when Ring of Honor starts up, I think the Blackpool Combat Club could go down there and just wreck sh- fucking shop. Well, let, what? Let's at least keep this in mind. If it is not, you know, a a crazy giant name or whatever, let let's let's immediately go. Okay. We're not going to have a big pop, but we are going to humor this match and watch it through. Cause it's going to end up being good. Yeah. I mean, unless they pull up like a, you know, a Christian cage, even though Christian cage, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. just sitting there. I'm thinking like, okay. The, and then he, Oh, like that was fucking like, even the, as someone who like his dad is dead. Like I was like, God damn. Like one, yeah, not, uh, not to mention he prefaced that by talking about his fat ass mama. Like yeah, he, yeah. man was fucking mean. It was, Oh my God. I think it was a uh, BJ Colangio, uh, you know, amazing host of uh, this, you know, this ends at prom like odd Twitter's like it's on site. It's on site. I'm like, God damn. Like he, like that was, I like it. And I like it. If he like makes Luchasaurus is heavy. That's uh that's some good shit. Um, I think it's going to be a good card. I think that it's the one I I do love the uh, bullet club versus dudes with attitudes. (laughs) I mean, look, take, take the, take the name aside. You know what? Let's, 
let's just say that Hiromu Takahashi was the one who came up with the name. And then we're like, oh, okay, that's a great name. I mean, I was kind of, I, I wish, and I understand, I guess I kind of understand why. I, I was hoping we were going to see LIJ with Roosh and uh, Andrade, like, you know, team up with uh, with the, the other guys from De Hapon. I think that would have been fucking badass. Like, yeah, you triple, had... triple, A, triple A purposely boned them. Yeah, that's uh, that's real fucked up. Because how like that would have been a fucking amazing moment, like Roosh and somehow Roosh and, and Andrade are getting their you know dicks kicked in and out comes Naito and oh even that's that would be hot even though like I it, you already have a, a match like can you imagine if they would somehow have pulled uh Shingo Tagagi to be in the uh Blackpool Combat Club <laughs> uh, man yeah it's a uh, that that would be that would be cool, but also I've seen Shingo and Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, this is true. This <laughs> and, I'll, is true. I, and I'll fucking do it again. Yeah, I mean, I I think about that like like Shingo in because whoever is wrestling that match is also going to be replacing Danielson at Blood and Guts, Blood and Guts in Detroit, Michigan, and uh, that's going to be fucking wild. That's it's a. It's it's a good time. And then, you know, WWE is also a company that's still around. Yeah. <laughs> they are also uh, in the wrestling business. And uh, they have a yeah. crazy old man who has decided that the best course of action in the face of what should ruin his career uh, to fuck around on TV and jump off of the uh, ringside steps. Because that makes you know, it, a lot of sense. There's uh, none of his behavior is defensible whatsoever, and I and I'm not saying I, I'm not saying, but the, these are these are two independent clauses. None of his behavior is defensible. The guy knows that showing up on TV is going to drive ratings, it's which true. is like I was immediately like, I'm not gonna fucking watch it. I will. I will get, I, I will see what happened later when everybody and their mama posts it on Twitter. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fuck. I, first of all, I'm not going to watch it anyway. Cause it's fucking WWE. Cause yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. Don't, don't forget after he comes out, you have to watch SmackDown. Yeah. I definitely did not. I got roped in though. I watched it and then I was like, what the shit? <laughs> but he played you, you. He played you. thus making you play yourself. Congratulations. I played myself, but not, I did not play with myself. Or did I? <laughs> That's the question. So today we are, we're going to play some records. Yeah. Let's talk about this record. So we're like, we'll, we'll, we'll do the plugsies real quick and then we'll, we'll get into the music part, you know, 30 minutes into this. Uh, if you want to follow this podcast on any social media, you can go to Biff radio on Twitter, Biff radio one on Instagram, Biff underscore radio on TikTock, which we are still doing the three sixty five project. We're at day 20 right now and it's uh, awesome. Yes. I, I record a bunch of them at, at once. It's 365 days of this. And I have a life like I, on Sundays I record a bunch and then I release them. So I try to like, you know, if I wear a hat, wear it differently, but like, Get over it. I've had some people like you just like, it's not actually every day. Yeah, it is. I release one every day. Calm down. Uh, 
And then also you can go to jabroniu.com. That's jabroniu.com. You can find out more and you should, again, if you have any interest in the G1, follow New Jabroni Pro Wrestling. Daniel Bonesaw will break it down real good, real sexy. And also Draft Pod, our flagship, Why Do We Ever Meet, Flow and Tell, Locals Barbershop. And we are, I feel like we're pushing this. It's a little, I don't want to say it's like an Emelina situation, but we're, Simramic Cat is coming. It's, it's first episode is recorded. It's it's in the can. We just have to, you know, like I think what's happening is we have to make sure that the government, you know, we had to clear it with them that they're ready for what is about to be and unleashed. Not, they're not going to approve it. I don't know what it is, but they're not going to approve it. I, <laughs> so I, we got to figure out. We got to figure out how to do guerrilla radio to 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 get this to get this thing to your ears. Because I mean, it's not going to be approved or sanctioned by any sort of governing body. No, because I get. I mean, we have to always remember. That's what we're dealing. That's what we're dealing with. That's the level of insanity that we're dealing with, folks. And it's going to be fantastic. So, when it comes to our topic today of our playlist, uh, myself, uh, more than me, Mister Daniel, we are uh, you know aficionados of vinyl. Uh, of records. I, I believe that's how you say that. And the uh, topic that I presented to Daniel is what are songs like from Holy Grails, like records that either you do own or you want to own music from those kind of records that like you, you know, would search out, you would, you would hunt for records that you put upon a, a pedestal. Um, if you saw my, uh, tour of the new kind of updated center club recording studio gaming hub. You see, I have a bunch of records on the wall and a lot of the records that I, all the records that I'm going to talk about today, I don't own. I wish to own. So I guess when it comes to records, like what about records and vinyl, knowing that all the music is clearly available and digital, what about records really kind of speaks to you and and why are you such a, a fan? Um, you know, on, on a very base level, it satisfies that little like that that little serotonin rush of just like oh yeah it's got, I got a new thing so I, I always I always like that um but by and by these days um especially since there's more and more of a market for it um people put a lot of a they, they put a lot of thought into their into their record layouts and stuff like that so it's just like a it's not I mean it's you know, this, this used to be a thing, you know, back before, uh, if, if you've grown up in this, in this age where, you know, I can listen to anything I want to online, uh, either on, you know, uh, corporate streaming platform that you want to listen to it off of or whatever. It's so easy to get access to stuff. Um, but you know, you and I definitely grew up through a time where that was, that was not a thing that was available. No. Um, you know, you had to, you had to go to a place that sold, you know, at when, you know, when I was young enough to, to start caring about it, you know, tapes and CDs. Mm-hmm. And then you would have to, you oftentimes, you know, you don't, you don't know what you want to listen to. Sometimes you just look at an album cover and something about it speaks to you. And you're like, I'm going to check that out. And then you spend an entire, you know, 
let's let's say a a month's worth of whatever you would spend to stream whatever you want to on on an album. So you know, back back in the uh, you know nineties and you know to a lesser extent the aughts, you know, between ten and twenty bucks on something that might have one song on it that you like, and then you never listen to the thing again. Yeah. Uh, but when you but when you get into something that you like, like uh, I would I would pour I would pour over the layouts. I loved when things had lyrics because then it's like I know what all the what all the lyrics to the songs are because you couldn't you know the internet was in its infancy at that point and you know like for one who even knows if like all the lyrics to every song ever written were already plastered onto the internet at that point. And then two, you know, like the internet was not widely uh, affordable for everyone. Like it, it wasn't, that took time. So when you, you get an album and you really love the album, now you have this layout that has all the lyrics and you're like, I know all the lyrics to the song. Cause sometimes, you know, based on, based on however something's recorded or how a person sings, you know, like you got to have the lyrics for fucking Pearl Jam because you can't understand what Eddie Vedder says. Yeah. You got to have, you got to have the lyrics for that. Um, and it's again, you can only listen to what you have. So when you're doing that, you know, listening is, uh, li- listening tends to end up being more of an experience and less of a, I'm going to put this on in the background while I, you know, do while I, while I do stuff. So it's, I like, I like it, you know, I, I like, I like it for those reasons. I like, I just like literally seeing my collection getting bigger. Um, you know, when, whenever I have someone over, I'm going to put a record on, we can, you know, let's put something on while we're just sitting here and, and chatting. And even though that, you know, that is sort of like it's on in the background, but you're also, you've made a conscious, you've made a conscious decision to sit, sit down and listen to some, listen to some music. So definitely, it's, uh, definitely. yeah. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not saying it, you know, it's, it's better or, or worse. It's, you know, mu- music's music, enjoy it however you want to. Um, but you know, you asked me how I felt about it. So. No, and I, I, I agree. I think it's, I definitely, I mean, obviously like a lot, all the records I own were my, are my parents and it's, it's funny. Like, uh, like people of our age, we, you know, we have, you know, come from like, you know, records and tapes and there's this thing about a record. It's just, yeah, it, it's, it's more of you. You're actually making that choice. It's not a passive thing. It's I'm going to get up, pick something out. I'm going to pick that record and it's, you're more engaged in it. I think that that's what I like about it. And I don't know. I, 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 I like, you know, this whole, you know, it sounds better on, on, on vinyl. I, I truly think there are some instances of that. Cause like, yeah, like if you want, want the clearest remaster that that's, that's great and fine. But you know, especially the older stuff, like it was written for that. It was written for like, how is this going to sound on a turntable? What are the turntables of the grade? And it's just something about that. Like, and like something about that needle drop. And it's just like, you hear that little bit of static and then it yeah, goes into it. That just, anticipation. Like it's about to start. Here it comes. It's just, uh, a thing about it is just, it's absolutely magical. So let's get into it. So what is, uh, your first song, uh, of your Holy grails? Okay, 
Um, oh, quick. One, one, la- one last thing before, before we get into that. Okay. Uh, think about, also think about every album that you liked that was a slow burn. Like you listened to it, you listened to it 19 times and you're like, I'm not sure about it. And then that 20th time it clicks. And if you aren't stuck in a situation where you have to listen to what you have to listen to, you know, that the chance of that happening is, you know, less. Cause you can just be like, I listen to like, I, I listened to it for about 15 or 20 minutes. It didn't really grab me. I'm going to move on to the next thing. And then you end up missing on something that you loved that, that you, you know, just, just another thing to think about. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. Okay. Um, so while all of your selections are, you know, ones that you wish you had, my, my Holy Grails are more sort of um, the, the records that I have now that I'm like, man, this would be a pain in the ass to get a hold of now. Or, you know, uh, one, uh, a couple of my selects are like, this was a pain in the ass to get when I got it. Um, but this, this one uh, was now, well, now trying to find it because they, they, they finally just did a, re, a reprint of this. And this, this album came out in like 2006, seven, eight, around, around in that neighborhood. And it's from Thrice's Alchemy Index. And so when they, when they, when they released this album, they they released it in four they released in four parts so it's like each each part of the uh it's like four eps so like one's fire one's wind one's earth and one's water and so when they released it they did like all right here are the first two things on this cd here are the second two things on this cd and then eventually they released this vinyl thing and thrice is one of those bands who with any of their like be it be it CD or, or vinyl take a lot of care into like putting out something that's really, really rad. Um, their, their, uh, their album artist in the ambulance from 2003, the CD had like this load of like of these individual cards for every song. And they, and they like, they like liner notes and there's all this interesting information about the, uh, about the records. So this thing came out on vinyl and it's, it's fucking rad. Like it, it's, it's a big leather bound, uh, book that has four, like four, the, the pages are what, what the actual records slip into. Uh, it's four 10 inch records. And each, you know, each record, each uh, element gets its own little record. And then it's just covered in liner notes. It, it, it was super nice. I think it, I think it cost 60 bucks when, when I, when I bought it, when it came out uh, with, you know, pri- pricey for something, but also like, I, I fucking love that album. Like it, it's when I when I look back at the tons of time that I've spent listening to Thrice, that that era of of Thrice when they released when they released Alchemy Index was like man all these 
because you know a lot of bands like they release two albums and then people are like oh those are the albums that came out when i was in high school or college and now i'm not going to listen to this band anymore and nothing's ever going to beat their first two albums and it's like man if you didn't get into alchemy index you dumb because it was it was good and they got they got really they got really weird with it to like to to the point to where you're like how are they even going to release a normal album after this? Like, it's not like, it's not going to be as good. And then it's going to have to like re like rebuild from there, but they, yeah, it's, this thing is so goddamn expensive to, to find one now. Like you can't find one for like anything under $300. Jesus. Um, and that's, that's being, that, that's me trying to remember what prices I, I saw. And, and, I mean, you could pull pull it up on. I'll pull it up on Discogs while we're while we're listening to it. But this one is from the from the Water album, and they kind of went really like a, a more digital drummy type stuff, uh, mo- moody, like a lot more keyboards and stuff. Um, real real departure, but like man, it's it's a really beautiful song, and it's um. All, all, all the, all the material and all the albums are themed, and it's, it's about a whaler, but it's, you know, it, it, it's a song about touring and just missing, missing your family, and you know, now that, now that I have my own kids, you know, it, it probably, it's gonna hit it, in a, it's gonna hit a little differently for me. I'm, I'm certain of it. Let, let's listen to it right now. All right, so here we go. Here is the whaler by Thrice. whole water album like that's fucking just moody moody goodness i agree that is i like that 
I like thrice is a band that I am obviously aware of. It's just, I need to, to dive in more because everything I, I've, I've heard, I hear of them. I like, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's like, like, it's like TV shows. Like, Oh, I would, I know I would like that. I just haven't got uh, around to it, which is yeah. silly. I'm a silly, silly son of a silly person. Um, I like that. So my first, uh, like, so <laughs> three of these are ones that I would, you know, all these I could find. I just, and then one of them I'm going to have in about a month, which is fantastic. So the first one is one of my favorite uh, bands, and uh, you know, one of my favorite debut albums from a band is uh, the Head and the Heart. Okay, they are a band that I just, I really. I love this album. I think it is such, it's a, it's truly a, like for me, at least of no skip album. And I think for a record, that's always a beautiful thing. Uh, Cause trying to skip on a record is not easy. And uh, I would just love to have this cause I want to love the artwork and it's just, I, I, I find this entire album just so, I don't know, so relaxing, but also just so good. And it's just, I listen to it you know, multiple times, you know, a month. Like it's, it's, I always ends up the last, you know, about decade now, at least one or two songs will end up on my Spotify top hundred. Uh, so the, the, I mean, the name of the album is the head and the heart. The band is the head and the heart. And the song is called honey come home. And it's just, I just love it. I love the, uh, You're very nice. Um, <laughs> I, I just like, I love the harmony of, and it's just, they, the, the band has definitely, I like also the music they've, they've released. It's just not like this. They definitely have evolved to more electric, but I just sang about this. I will always love. So the song is called honey come home and it's just, uh, it's just very nice. So here we go. Here's the head, the heart, honey come home. If I can hit the right button and there we go.
like whenever I, I, I make up this of like fall to me that's a very fall album and uh, I just I like it I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that uh, you also think about albums like that it's like <laughs> well uh, when you uh, when you've said the word it's too hot to listen to this album <laughs> this, this is this is this is a uh, this is an album for winter I can't be listening to this album during the summer it's too hot for this album it's too humid for this album oh no I, I definitely I think that music is can definitely there's this music I just don't listen to like during other times of the year like I have like you know, during the summertime, I'm listening to a lot more country. I mean, I'm listening to country a lot, but like a lot more yeehaw. You know, I probably don't agree with all of your politics or any of your politics, but I like your your twangy music kind of music in the summer. And in the winter, I like to listen to music that makes me go to sleep because I wish I could fucking hibernate because I've decided to live in the barren wasteland that is Ohio. Oh, get seasonal affective disorder. Oh, yeah. On top of regular depression, it's the best. Oh man! Uh, so I I, uh, I pulled those I pulled those prices. Um, there there's one in mint condition for seven hundred and thirty bucks, guys. Jesus! But that that that's in that's in mint condition. Uh, to get one from America, lowest one is four hundred bucks right now. There's a bunch of them in Europe that are you know, between three and $400. So Yikes. yeah, it's a, uh, so why, why is the, why is that? Uh, what's stopping you from getting that head in the heart album? I feel like that's, a, that's an attainable dream. It is. It's just like, I, for the longest time, not the longest time, but like, I, I've just kind of got into the idea of owning records now that I own a bunch, but also I went through a, a big phase of like purging myself of physical media. Like I used to own a bunch of uh, wrestling DVDs and DVDs in general. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, like I won, I moved a bunch for, for a long time and, you know, hauling that shit around was heavy, but I was like, I got to the point where like all of this stuff is available on multiple devices. Why do I, I it's just clutters. I, I don't, you know, I don't ever right. it's actually just, it's just taking up shelf space. Yeah. And so, but now I think I, I'm much more, intentional with what I like. Like if I'm going to buy a record, I'm, I want to be able to, to know I'm going to enjoy it. Like I still haven't broken out the, uh, uh, we are the union on, on vital yet. I still, I'm want, looking for the time to like, you know, listen to that and it's all its glory. Um, but yeah, you know, it's definitely like, I would love to pick up that. Uh, I haven't, I've not seen the head and the heart live. Uh, and I would love to pick it up from them live, but, uh, yeah, it's just also me just, you know, being lazy and not like doing like, I, I could probably go to like the Barnes and Noble and pick it up if I wanted to, but <laughs> I'm ah, just yeah. a lazy bastard. <laughs> Laziness is the dream killer. It, it, it really <laughs> fucking is. It really fucking is. Well, I mean that that's okay. You, you know, you'll, you'll get around to it when you, when you get around to it. It's One a day. One the day. day when you, when you're holding it in your hands, will feel so good. It'll be, it'll be glorious. All right. So what is your number two, my friend? All right. Um, so this was, uh, uh, this is, uh, it's, it's Jimmy world's clarity that, that the album, this, this was a grail album for me because, uh, Jimmy world was one, like 
the first the first time I went to a, like a proper show, it was Jimmy World, and they were they were touring for Clarity. So it was in '99, which is man, so much cool stuff happened that year. Episode one, you know, etc. And and, and it's and and it's weird because like uh, definitely a bunch of a bunch of stuff happened in that year, and it all uh, like everything a lot like ties into that into that album. So when I, when I started collecting records, I was like, I know I'm going to, I'm going to get this one. I have to have in my, in my collection. So when I went shopping for it, it, you know, it was, a. I, I, I managed to find one that was still uh, factory sealed for 110 bucks. And it's not like that album. It's not like that album was getting, uh, pressed left right and center that was yeah. a you know this was a but before before clarity's you know like 10th or like before clarity's 10th anniversary or whatever so they i i bought it and then i think like six months later they're like we're repressing clarity for its 10th anniversary so i must have bought it in 2008 and i was like well i'm glad i was able to get this now because now i know that i have like a first press of this of this record which is not necessarily the most important thing to me but you know it some ways it is some ways it's not it just depends on whether or not having the first press costs 110 dollars or if it costs thirty two thousand dollars. yipes yeah that's which there there's a uh even even if i had all the money in the world there i i couldn't uh in good conscience, like be like, oh man, you know, just, uh, unless, unless it was something that I felt like I needed to have. Like if I had unlimited income 50 years from now, and then I was like, I have to have clarity and it costs 20 grand for, then I would buy it. But I, I, I digress. Um, yeah, this is a real important, real important album to me. And uh, when I when I got it, you know, I was like, I, I I had to talk myself into spending that much money, but I I did, and I do not regret it because it's and now it's one that I pull out regularly to to pop on, and uh, I I love every every song on that album. Normally, I would say your new aesthetic, but I'm just going to go in a little different direction. Say for me, this is heaven. And for me, this is heaven. Here's Jimmy Eat World. The first star I see may not be a star. Can't
I love Jimmy. What do you think? Have you listened to the the stuff they just put out? Uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's it doesn't rock enough for for for, for me personally. It, I I don't know. It's I feel like some bands, uh, you know, they they release a new album and it's always like new and exciting when it comes out. And some bands, you know, they they release an album and you know it's maybe it'll hit, maybe it won't. You know, like we, like to to me, Weezer is one of those bands. Like I'll always I'll always listen when a new Weezer album comes out, and uh, you know about yeah, about fifty fifty. It's I'm either gonna you know really love it or you know like it's just gonna be okay. Agreed. I agree with that. I agree with that. And and that's that's kind of how you know I feel like Jimmy World ends up on some of their later albums. Sort of like okay, it's I've heard this album. It's good. Yeah, I, I definitely like that. I definitely like. I obviously like a lot of it, but I is introduced to Jimmy World through the middle and then going back to their uh, earlier stuff and like yeah, I that album is is great and i would definitely it would be a very fun album to own and uh so my next album i'm it's my goddamn podcast so i i i cheat when i want to it is not a record it is a tape but i feel hey, like those are right. i feel like those are you know very similar in that they are an archaic form of media and also whilst we were listening to that song which i enjoy i purchased this tape because I found it for a deal that I had not seen before. So if uh, folks, you know, might be surprised, I'm a bit of a fan of the Bare Naked Ladies. And uh, there is a tape, there is a record, whatever you want to call it, in their history that is very famous within the, the fandom. It is known as the Yellow Tape. Uh, it was their third tape that they put out, and it had demo versions of songs that would go on to be very big for them. Uh, be my Yoko Ono, Brian Wilson, if I had a million dollars songs that would become the pillars of their first studio album, Gordon. And, uh, I just found it on, uh, eBay for a price that was too good to pass up. So I will be adding that to my collection. Now here's hey. the thing. I don't know if I have anything that's played on. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I, if I want to. I don't want to risk, you know, fucking this thing up because it's. Let's see here. The release date of the of the yellow tape was ninety one. It's it's a bit old, <laughs> um, but I'm super pumped. Oh, that's insane. Uh, so this is the yellow tape version of what can be considered probably outside of one week. Uh, the band's biggest hit, or one of their biggest hits. One of my favorite. Uh, here is the yellow tape version of If I Had a Million Dollars, I Would Buy Records. Probably. <laughs> that's probably what it would be. I'd so spend 30 grand on Clarity. Is there the, you go. That's the full name of the song. If I had a million dollars, I'd spend 30 grand on Clarity. If it were 50 years from now and I didn't have a copy. This is true. This is true. So here we go. <laughs>
If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a house. I would buy you a house. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, I'd buy you furniture for your house, maybe an ice Chesterfield or an ottoman. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a cake car, a nice reliant automobile. And if I had a million dollars, I'd buy your love. If I had a million dollars, I'd build a tree fort in our yard. And if I had a million dollars, you could help. It wouldn't be that hard. And if I had a million dollars, maybe we could put like a little tiny fridge in there we somewhere. We go up there whenever we wanted to. We could have like snacks and beverages. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a fur coat. I do enjoy snacks and beverages. And if I uh, had a million yeah, I'm so something that I was going to uh, drop in the uh, the intro of the show that I did not is uh, on Saturday I am going to be DJing a bat mitzvah. Uh, so, someone through work, uh, their his uh, daughter is uh, of the bat mitzvah age, and it's a double bat mitzvah, and so I will be DJing this, uh, which is the weirdest sentence to say, but I'm going to be there, and so I was p- paid for my services, and I will be spending some of that money on the yellow tape, <laughs> which I think is just the weirdest but funniest thing. Um, so Shabbat Shalom, everybody. That's going to be fantastic. Uh, so yeah, I am looking forward to that. That will definitely be uh, displayed in the Center Club Recording Studio and Gaming Hub. And uh, it will have its own little shelf. It will be very cute. Can't wait. So here we are at number three. What is that third song? Sir. Okay. Also, you look like Will Wheaton. Just want to put that out there. Like, <laughs> I didn't, even, I, didn't, I didn't realize I didn't, didn't turn my camera on the entire time. You're just having to listen to me. You didn't even get to see me. The entire I didn't time. like, I mean, I just assumed like maybe like there was like, you know, family baby, you know, either baby shit, like baby, like, oh, that shit, or like actual baby shit. So like, you know, I wasn't going to say anything, but like, yeah, like the, the, the strong Will Wheaton vibes. I like it. I like it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I haven't, uh, I haven't had a beard in a long time. This is the first thing I did when I, once I, uh, I that thought your beard. I thought out. your beard was bone saw. <laughs> yes. Good night, everybody. <laughs> End of the podcast. Click. So, we're we're talking we're talking about dream albums, you know. And if you're if you're any sort of a Beatles mark or even a casual Beatles mark, a lot of people, you know, straight away will be like Abbey Road, and you know, I, I I like I like Abbey Road. I think it's I think it's a good album. Um, uh, let me let me ask you a question: Are you are you a Lennon guy? Are you a McCartney guy? Or are you one of those crazy George Harrison guys? Okay, so here's the thing: I have a very interesting relationship with the Beatles. So when I when I was born, the first song 
that my mom played for me when I was moments old was Hey Jude. My sister was born on December 8th, 1980. Oh, boy. So if you don't know, that is the day that John Lennon was shot. My mother is a massive Beatles fan. Uh, Just so you know, somewhere I'm probably looking at where it is, Abbey Road, I'm looking at, like, not the actual, but it's in, like, on the shelf over there. Like, the first original pressing of it. Bad shape, but um, honestly, as I've gotten older... I kind of love George Harrison. Like, I, I mean, I love John and Paul, don't get me wrong, but like George, something about him, I just, I I love him to death. Um, there is no one who's a Ringo person. Ringo <laughs> is the luckiest son of a bitch. I did um, not offer it as an option. <laughs> I, like, I'm sure there's someone out there. I don't know if Ringo's a Ringo person. Let's put it, let's be honest. Uh, but no, I, I, I mean, I, out of the two, I'm probably more McCartney. Um, but if I, I just, I love George Harrison. I love a lot of his work outside of the Beatles and I will always love one of my like very fond memory of being young with my, you know, the center family is watching. I've got my mind set on you. The video where he's in like a weird room and everything's fucking alive. And there's a squirrel who plays a pipe as a saxophone. That is a very clear memory of like being like three or four. All right. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I skew, I skew Paul McCartney. Um, my mom's a big Paul McCartney fan. So thus, thus making me a big Paul McCartney fan, but, uh, but also, you know, like, I, I feel like his shit's more just like he doesn't take himself too seriously. So like he can write a banger, but then he can write something really silly. And it's, you know, he's 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 whimsical. And, you know, I can I can relate to that a little bit. Like I, I, I think I think silliness is like one of my favorite forms of humor. So in in his you know ability to be, you know, silly i you know i i can i can relate to that so i I like it and i also like that he can write bangers and i feel like this one's i feel like this banger is a little slept on now you take that pun to the bank there baby it is definitely one of the it's they have so many songs that everyone knows it's definitely like the a a deeper cut but also it is one of my favorites i do enjoy the song very much uh, and, and that that one-two punch, man, golden slumbers, uh, and to carry that weight, it, it's mm, like if if I were to be like if I were to be like why why should I listen to Abbey Road? Be like, well, go go to the B side first, and just play it from Golden Slumbers, and just let let that ride a little bit. If you wanna if you wanna start slow and build into something, it's um I I I love it, man. It's just it's just a fucking great song. Uh. I own a I own a copy of this. It's um I tried I tried to research what it is because there's a you know a bunch of different pressings and I think it's a I think it's a second pressing. Uh, one one of the things is um if you you should you should do this if you if you do get a second. The uh, the track listing on the back is incomplete on the first pressing. Um so uh your your majesty is not whatever the last track is on there i'm pretty sure it's your majesty is is not listed on there um 
my my copy does my copy uh, her majesty yeah my my copy has it on there so it's not an original press um but it's uh there's a couple of other things that you can like figure out what pressing you have and um the uh the the street the, like the, the the crosswalk where Ringo is walking if you look at the bottom of it there's a little sewer grate and on later editions they cropped it out but in the earlier editions it's it's still there and on the one that I have it's still there so I know mine's pretty old it's probably like a second or third press I, I would have to research it more I will but, definitely I'll be definitely be, I'll look I'll look for that after the podcast I'll look for that and I'll see because that's now I'm curious like my mom says it's a you know a first pressing but like yeah, now now I'm very much curious. So that way I can call her up like you lying wench. Or <laughs> thanks, mom. Yeah, and, and there's uh, there's there's a bunch of there's another uh, there, there's a whole bunch of things that you can do to kind of like you know confirm the veracity of whether or not it's a first press. But then also you know you gotta think about uh, that thing came out over there and then came out over here. That's true. So you know it, it's it's whatever, but cool cool story about getting this record there is this lady in sarasota and she runs a record shop out of her garage and it's by appointment only and you know it's it's not it's not anything crazy you know she just you know she just her garage is a fucking record store it's completely full of records so you gotta you know you gotta call her up set up an appointment and then you go over to her house and she opens it up and then you know lets you lets you look around and while you're looking around, um, and this this is something that I that I figured after I was I was looking around in there for for a while. She you know she asks ask questions, and she she has a a litmus test for you know depending on what answers and like I didn't I, you know I didn't know that I was being tested. Um. I just went in there because I wanted to see what kind of record she she had because my intent was to buy a record and then listen to it. So because she has a gigantic record collection and she's got a lot of shit, she hates that people come there looking for stuff to fucking flip. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. So so I was I was talking to her for a while and you know like go, going through records and I was like I, I was like I don't really know what what I'm looking for. She's like, well, what kind of bands do you like? And I was like, well, I like I like this this and that. And it's just like, there there's definitely a good handful of albums that I would like I would really love to have on vinyl so I could just you know sit sit and listen to them and you know et cetera et cetera. I really talked to her about like 15 or 20 minutes and then she was like. Let me go in the house. I've I've got those albums. Let me let me just grab them out. Oh, that's so, awesome! Yeah, so that's how I ended up with this. You know, this really early and, and it's in fairly good condition. And she's you know like that's I and that's what I appreciate about her. You know, the fact that she's like I don't want these fucking scumbag record flippers coming in. Like I want people who are going to come in and buy shit and keep it in their own collection. Be like, hey, I have this cool record and I like to listen to this record. And like that's what that lady did, and it was really fucking cool. And that's why I have a fairly early pressing of Abbey Road in fairly good condition. On to the golden slumbers. Oh yes, our slumbers will be golden, not our showers, our slumbers. <laughs> very, dis- very important distinction. Very important. 
once throws away to get back homeward. Once throws away. Victims of the way I set up my Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa, man, that got wacky at the end there. Yeah, and, uh, Paul really, I mean, they're really ahead of their time. They, uh, like, you know, decades. Oh, that's the uh, live, live by the, the mesh, die by the mesh, if you will. I love but, that episode of The Simpsons where Homer is like wor- working two jobs and he, like, he's, he's, wor- he's working at the quickie, the, the, the quickie mart at nighttime and so he's like getting no sleep and there's this part where he's driving his car and he's just kind of like blinking in and out of sleep and then all of a sudden like all the cars around him are just beds like coasting down the road <laughs> and, and it and it starts playing golden slummers just <laughs> just in the background just, you know, i always think about that when i think of golden slumbers it's just so good and i, I mean I, I definitely love paul's voice and it's just I, one of the things I, I can't remember I, i've been seeing it more and more They've uh, so someone took the Black Flag logo and put Abbey Road under it, and it's just <laughs> fucking hilarious. I saw that's like you win the internet today, my friend. You win the internet today. I would own that shirt and just confuse people because that's what I like to do. I'd like to confuse people. Uh, that's good stuff. So, this next song is an album that like I'm surprised that I don't own, and, and that like all the stuff that like I got from my, my dad. And there is, I can't remember the show or where it's from, but it's definitely from somewhere where it's like, it's, there was a time in life when every young boy, when they hit puberty was issued their copy of Peter Frampton's come alive. Okay. Uh, it was, it's definitely, I considered one of the, you know, the, the greatest live albums it's definitely Harold and it's, I would just, it would be one of those things where I think it'd be cool to own. I'm sure I could get it somewhere. I mean, it's pretty, they, you know, made a billion copies of it. It's pretty ubiquitous, but uh, like to me, it's just like Peter Frampton. I'm a big fan of Peter Frampton and have been for just years and years. And it's just something about this song is, is great. And, you know, to quote one of my favorite books and movies is that Peter fucking Frampton from the amazing, amazing high fidelity. Here is Peter Frampton's 
baby, I love your way. Live. Thank you. Simpsons, uh, the Lollapalooza episode where Homer fucks thing up and Peter Frampton's pig goes off and the guy's like, Peter Frampton's going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. And, oh God, I love that fucking episode. Like that might be one of my favorite, if not my favorite Simpsons episode. It's just so good and yeah, it's just so I random, but Peter Frampton, you're, you're fucking legend, man. Love you to death. I would love to take a poll to see how many people have heard the studio version of "Do you feel like we do?" I just 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 to see like how like how big that that gap is of like i I don't think I've ever heard the studio version of that song. To me, it's the same thing as uh, I want you to want me. Like uh, there is a studio version couldn't give a fuck like it's like give it's 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 budokan or bust like right. it's it's like it yeah it is definitely like I, I don't think i've ever heard the studio version played on the radio it's only the live version because that's the version everyone knows that's the version like yeah that's the you know i want you to want me ah! like that's like that's what it is like in my mind that's the song the other one could just be deleted there's no studio version just the live version <laughs> so good. All, right. all right we are we are at number four well you know i don't think it would be biff radio if we didn't play a little bit of ska it's true it's very true so this this was a uh i i feel like my grail albums were just albums that i took a lot of trouble to get a hold of maybe um and especially, especially this album. So, you know, th- this this goes back into the old, you know, the whole Jeff Rosenstock thing where, you know, I spent about two or three years just like, I just, if Jeff Rosenstock's in it, I want to be listening to it and I'd like to, and I'd like to own it. And so I started going into his Bond the Music Industry days, which, you know, there, there's just a fucking wealth, a wealth of music there. And that, that stuff was more like, 
where where whereas the jeff rosenstock albums definitely have a lot of ska elements to them this is more like just chaotic fucking ska music um and this this album was uh, while i was listening through all of the uh bomb the music industry albums yeah, he calls this he calls this a, a mini album, and I was I really wanted this album on vinyl, and it was hard it was hard to find. And then it it is funny how this happens because he because uh, he does he is like fucking DIY like to to the fucking nth degree. So he moves yeah he he moved from New York to L.A. Now he has his fucking records are all in his like apartment. He just has all, all of his fucking records there. And so they're like packing up, they're like packing up to, to move stuff or whatever. And he, he never puts out any sort of announcement. Like it's just sort of a, like some, sometimes he'll just randomly be like, Hey, which I think he did with this one. And he was like, I was moving stuff and found a handful of uh, adult adults records that, that the album adults. And he's like, so they're up on the, they're up on the website. Just, you know, that they, they'll sell out when they sell out. I just found like 10 copies or whatever. So they immediately, they're like, they fucking, as, as, if you don't jump on that shit, like it's whatever. Um, for whatever reason, he said that there, like, he's like, I know that there's more somewhere, or like, I'm gonna put some more up eventually, uh, or a- after after I move is is what happened. He's like, I ha- I have some more. I'm gonna put them up after I move. And so, I was just like tracking the time of when he moved, and I was going to really records like every every day, like five or six times a day, just every every couple hours for a couple of months. Just fucking, just, just fucking checking, just fucking checking. And then, and like, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning or something. And I fucking, I checked and it was in stock. I was like, oh, yes, yes. Bye, 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 bye. And then I, and then I texted, I texted my brother. I was like, dude, there's a, there, he's got some copies of adults. Uh, so my brother's like, bye, 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 bye. Uh, buy which i mean like buy yeah like please go buy not like buy 10 copies you're an asshole if you do that yeah, um agreed so yeah and then i i got that copy of it so it was just the the most effort i put into getting getting a record that only ended up costing like 10 or 15 bucks or however much i paid for it and Beautiful. funny funny side note their uh their llc uh, that they that they sell um, their records under is called Top Ten Hilarious Tombstones. <laughs> <laughs> so That's awesome! I was looking at my bank statements. And I was like, Top Ten Hilarious Tombstones. What the fuck is that? And I was like, I saw the price. I was like, That's fucking funny. That's yeah. so funny. And you're now on a watch list. <laughs> so I, I initially, I initially picked a song, and then I was like, you know what? It's, it's fuck the landlord season. I mean, it, it always, it always, always. has been. Um, so I thought it apropos as, uh, you know, 
since he lived in New York, you know, the guy's no stranger to just constantly having to, you know, live in shitholes. And the song's about slumlords. They can get out of our face. It's called Slumlord. Fuck yeah. Fuck landlords. Mold and mice and stolen bikes and a van. Everybody wants to break into kind of the weird tempo he's like i'm gonna fuck with people that have this vinyl like oh my god my fucking my uh burger burger player is all is is fucking up or do you think that just he wouldn't have had that thought because i definitely had that thought like was he, was he just fucking with us was that him just like I, I was wondering what happened there because like that's that's not what happens on on the record that was like i feel like that was a, a, an equipment malfunction huh that's weird. I'll have to go back and listen to that because I thought I thought you were fucking with me. No, no, not that at all. I th- that's okay. Hold on, let's. Okay, folks, we're gonna go ahead and have an experiment. We're gonna listen to that again. We're gonna mold and mice and stolen bikes and a van. Everybody wants to break into. Okay, so that was just clearly something wrong with my equipment. Fantastic. <laughs> got, got the fucking demons in your computer. It's true. Well, there's so much porn, so that's probably... No. I mean, what? <laughs> that's, that's on my phone. It's not, it's not my, actually, I'm blaming for my phone, so okay, yeah. It's, <laughs> your it's, phone just gave your PC an STD. <laughs> all the STDs. All of them. That's got it. Got it. Heard golden slumber and golden shower. It's like this is my time. I got to get over there. It's like, <laughs> the sun is still out. What do you do? You, you don't do that when that, that happens. Oh, I was like, okay, that, that's it. Just got all <laughs> excited. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, big shout out to Harmony. If you're listening, I know. Whenever we play Jeff Rosenstock, you get super happy and excited, and that makes me happy. Uh, so. My last one is I actually is going to be a record that I will own within less than a month. So in a month on the 22nd of July, I'll be going to see the newfound glory tour the 20, for the 20th anniversary of sticks and stones. Mm-hmm. And they will be uh, released on sale, a limited edition 
20th anniversary 20th anniversary edition of the album on vinyl and uh, I will be partaking in that because I also decided to treat myself and I'm going to the VIP experience so I'll be going to a sound check and I'll get first crack at it and uh, because I was just gonna have to elbow people the face for it but this way probably less violent probably uh so I, 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 I love this album. Uh, it's lots of things are turning 20 this year, which is, is kind of wild. Uh, but this uh, album has had a lot of meaning to me. And I think I've, I've mentioned that multiple times uh, through, you know, through different podcasts. So the song I'll play is, is Understatement. It kicks off the record. And uh, to me, the, this record completely owns up. And I'm looking forward to uh, just hearing it on vinyl because I think it's wild that like I – Definitely played the fuck out of this CD many, many times. It, it's on my on repeat for the last couple of months on my Spotify. And I'm interested to hear what it sounds like on my fancy record player, which people can't see. It's it's right there. Uh, my wife got it for me for Christmas last year, and uh, I, I've I've only listened to a couple of records on that bad boy, and I'm looking forward to this being one of those. So here is understatement by the new found glory. I'm sick of smiling, and so is my job. Can't you see my friends drop way down? I'm sick of being someone I'm not. Please get me out of this box. I'm sick of clapping when I know I can do it better for myself. I'm sick of waiting, sick of all these words that will never. So good. And actually, I also forgot that uh, in like less than a week, I'm going to have another album that I, it's it's a brand new album that I ordered on vinyl. Uh, the band Camp is putting out a new album this this month, Lavender Girl, and I'm, I pre, uh, pre-ordered the, the vinyl because it has, it's lavender and I like that band. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, to listening to that. Also, uh, I had a, a alert from uh, someone that I should check Facebook whilst that song was playing. And one Johnny Garganjo is in Cleveland right now because he's visiting the AIW school. So that means he is in the Midwest and we are a couple of hours away from Chicago. So maybe just maybe he will be that n- newest member of the Blackpool combat club. He's scheduled. Uh, he's scheduled to be in Chicago the day of. He he had to go on Twitter and be like, "Hey guys, I this is a massive coincidence. Like I'm going to be there for this card convention. I'm not going to be at the thing. Like I know that's probably only going to convince about five of you, but it's just a crazy coincidence. And, I had that thing booked months and months and months in advance. And and, and I, that's that's very possible. And like Johnny Gargano being in Cleveland is not." a weird thing since, you know, 
Gargano's Pizza is fucking awesome. It's, if you ever come to Cleveland, it's fantastic. The Gargano's, are, they're very nice folks. Uh, but uh, no, that's, I don't know, that would be very nice. Uh, and also the fact that they named their child Quill. Not Peter. <laughs> Quill. Johnny, Candace, I'm sure you're listening. I love you guys. And Quill. Quill. They got a they got a cute baby, and I I am uh, I don't say I don't say that a lot because they do. I, I you know I I was gonna sound biased, but it's not. I have a cute baby, and I've seen a lot of babies, and man, most babies are super ugly. Yes, but they they have a cute kid. They do, they do. There are and your your baby is very cute. There are lots of babies. I have friends that like, oh, look at my cute baby. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't look like a, a weird head, bro. weird butt alien. That's Yikes! Like, you know, kittens are cute. Some babies are cute. Some yeah. are not. So, we have, we've we've wrapped up here. So, uh, wh- tell us. I mean, I guess just kind of give us your your pitch or your your thoughts. Um, the G one is coming up. It is four blocks. Four blocks. What the absolute fuck? Why are they doing this? <laughs> you know they. They got they got some uh, some interesting people in. Uh, as for as for why you know they, I I think this is sort of the same reasoning that they had like a super gigantic extra large New Japan Cup this year, just to kind of be like, hey, things are starting to get back to regular over here, so. You know, now we're going to, uh, and it's, it's the 50th anniversary. So they're just doing everything up big this year anyway. So I think that's, I think that's the reason why, um, as for, as for consuming all of it there. So they're going to do one, they're going to do one, uh, uh, a, a, a one, uh, match from each block a night. So you get an ABC and D block match every night of the show. So these fools don't be getting no rest except they do be getting rest because they're you know doing four four block matches a night but yeah that's it's going to be crazy so definitely make sure you are subscribed to uh the new jabroni pro wrestling on the jabroni U podcast network go to jabroniu.com and find out more where it is you can find it best for you uh it is always daunting i i i did it once before i joined the network i did it once and it it damn near killed me, because um, I love wrestling, but it's that's a lot of it's a lot of wrestling, folks. The G1. I I, wa- uh, I watched all of the best of Super Junior this year. Yeah, it's a lot. But it was yeah, it was yeah, and you know what the thing is is like since I don't have a job, I have the time to watch the matches. But then putting putting together the the shows is is another thing, which we we did. We did the shows. Normally, normally I, I promise like, oh, well, first of all, I don't promise anything, especially with a baby in the mix at this point. But normally I'll be like, you know what? We'll, we'll do the final and we'll do the first week and you'll maybe get weekly updates. You're definitely not getting, we get the weekly updates, but then didn't do coverage of the final. Cause I've just been a little, a little busy and it's just and forbidden doors coming up. Maybe we might, we might podcast, you know, tonight and you know, tonight being Friday night, so yeah. to get, to get you wet for the weekend or whatever, or you know we might you know we might do something afterwards. It 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 depends it depends on what we want to do because the next thing is uh, 
the next thing is G1 Climax, and I have every intention of doing it. Um, that's going to be challenging, and I'd still like my wife to like me at the end of it. So that, that that's important. I feel that's important, and also keep your sanity. So, uh, well, as always, Daniel, it's she's, always, really, she's really supportive of me coming you know, coming back here and podcasting, though. So it's it's not like that. It's, it's oh, no. more of a, I'm going to put in so much time. It's like, hey, you need to spend a little time with your family, and and I'm like, ah, yeah, family. Ah. You it's, guys, come on! I'm it's gonna be it's, it's fun for the whole family, but uh, so it's as always. It is, it is wonderful to have you on the show. We need to have you back uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, so, uh, I, I I wish you well. I wish you well in your you know, obviously with, with with the kiddo with your sanity and uh, get a goddamn iPhone so we can like not have the green bubble in the the group chat, please. No, ain't, ain't happening, Captain. And here, here's the other thing too. Now my my phone actually supports when you guys react to things. So my only gripe of uh, Andy likes likes liked like likes like like liked like 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 that you said hi. I don't I, that shit doesn't happen to me anymore. Like thank God Textra ended up stepping up and you know solving that fucking problem. Yeah, and the thing is, iPhone could do the same, but Apple's an evil corporation. Yet I still have I, I pledge my fealty to them because I'm a bitch. So you know, it, I, they're 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 all they're all evil corporations, man. It's true, except top ten. Yeah, and hilarious tombstones. <laughs> they're they're a fantastic corporation that we support full heartedly. So yeah. to uh, to leave uh, today, we're gonna just go off on uh, we we talked about a little bit. Here is. My favorite George wait, Harrison wait, no, song. No, no, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I know you're closing out. Okay. I, I have to say this though, man. Every time we're on the show, we end up talking a bunch of wrestling. So, I, open invite, man. If you ever want to do a random episode of Ben Watches Wrestling, just fucking just text me up. I'll hop on, man. Oh fuck yeah! You know what? Yeah, we we, we will do that sooner rather than later. You know what? We'll we'll do it for Money in the Bank. <laughs> yeah fuck that show um no that that would you know, be, that would be good do it, for, do, it for, do it for what if if you're like man i gotta talk about fucking wrestling just just fucking text me and i'll be like yeah i'll hop on it's fine if i don't have to do any work i'm all about it if i just have to talk then that's great i love it i love it we'll definitely do that look for that soon look for that maybe uh yeah we'll get, we got the whole uh, blood and guts thing coming up maybe we'll uh talk about that yeah if you want to if you want to talk blood and guts uh, we can talk about blood and guts Maybe uh, okay. So, fantastic. <laughs> Look for that soon, folks. It'll be in the same feed. Here is, I got my mind set on you, because folks, I got my mind set on you. Um, we'll start. We'll end the show how we started. In, in that, Wes, we love you to death. Many positive vibes to you, Wes. And uh, Good job. I've got Good job, my Wes. Mind. That resignation stuff. I can't wait to hear more. And uh, next week, Mr. Andy is going to be here. So uh, next week, remember, it's the the June wrap up. And we'll talk more about resignation. We will not talk about that piece of shit Drake album because it's a piece of shit. I'm a hater. He's got, I got my mindset on you. 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 Got my mindset on you. But it's going to take money. Gonna take